Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1357. Today, the source of Rey's strength in the Force may have been revealed in the last Jedi novelization. Let's toss this around and see what we think. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Boybot, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we've been talking about The Last Jedi novelization for the past few days, and we've gotten to a point where I think we're going to start hitting some bombshell reveals and that sort of thing. We are breaking into the part of the novel where Luke is going to train Rey, such as that training goes. And the day one training is rather remarkable for something that doesn't actually even happen in the training. It's for stuff that goes on inside Rey's mind leading up to that training. Now, as you'll recall, before she goes out on the ledge with Luke for her first lesson in the Force, she has one of those interactions with Kylo Ren across the stars, and during it, he tells her, you know, you can't be doing this, the effort would kill you, and folks have seized upon that as a foreshadowing of Luke putting out that effort to appear on Crate and how that effort killed him. It's, I guess, a fair foreshadowing, I think, because even though what's happening between them is not that, it's some different kind of force connection that's being engineered by Snoke. Kylo Ren doesn't know that at the time, and Rey has no idea what's happening at the time, so Kylo is considering the possibility that it is this force projection situation because he can see Rey, Rey can see him. So, yeah, I mean, there's a reasonable explanation, so it's foreshadowing that appears in the book but just doesn't appear in the movie but as part of that exchange he tries to get inside her mind again and she blocks it easily and as a result of this conversation she gets to ruminating about stuff that went on with kylo ren and this is the thing that i want to share with you and i'm actually going to play with you a slightly extended clip from the audiobook it's about 40 seconds long or so as she's thinking about how kylo had her in that chair and was probing in her mind she remembers how she was able to fight back and not just fight back but actually get into his mind too and so that's where we're going to pick it up so here we go kylo had retreated at finding ray in his head had practically fled from her. But that had not been the end of that strange, sudden connection. She had seen more. Far more. Somehow, almost instinctually, she knew how he accessed some of the powers at his command. Even though she didn't understand them. It was as if his training had become hers. Unlocking and flinging open door after door in her mind. But now, Ray couldn't shut those doors. And she feared what had been set loose. So how about that right there? His training had become hers somehow? So we might even be 
on the verge of discovering a new force power here. And essentially it's the idea that you could absorb somebody else's force abilities, force talent, force knowledge, force training. Does Ray have a previously undiscovered force ability? Or for all I know, this is in the Jedi path too. And we haven't talked about that yet. But that would be the explanation potentially for why she was suddenly so good at using the force. And she was already skilled with the the, uh, the staff as it was anyway. She was skilled with fighting with weapons. So you know, it's not out of the ordinary that she could be able to do that and bring the lightsaber into play for it. But the fact that she was able to have a command of the force is all because Kylo Ren basically unlocked it in her, unwittingly so. And so and then when Snoke is taking Kylo Ren to task about how, you know, ah, some scavenger beat you, well, it's not really that simple after all. And that would also explain how when she sits for the lesson with Luke, how she is able to sense the light and the dark and the life and the death and the peace and the violence and all these things and how it comes to her so readily because she has absorbed Kylo Ren's force sensitivity, force knowledge, force insight, whatever word phrase you want to use for it, but not his darkness necessarily, but then again, also seems to have absorbed a lack of fear of the darkness because of the fact that she was able to go explore the dark place on the island and not even worry about it. As Luke says, you know, you just went straight for it. Like you didn't even hesitate. So maybe she got that a little bit from him too, potentially. And it wasn't just the darkness too. She also sensed a very bright light, a very bright concentration of light and power and goodness. And that was her sensing the presence of the first Jedi temple there. So she was able to actually sense that too. But when she went to the dark and was having trouble dealing with it and getting away from it, the novelization actually says that Luke slapped her to get her awake. And obviously that didn't happen in the movie itself. So I thought that was an interesting little addition too. And in case you're wondering, the scene where Kylo and Rey have their next conversation where she calls him a murderous snake and he says, did he tell you what happened that time I destroyed the Jedi temple? Like that scene goes down pretty much the way that you saw in the movie. So not anything necessarily new there. But there is one other interesting and new bit of information that I will share with you after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So here's the thing. Ray asks Luke about the caretakers and what Luke told the caretakers about her. And Luke says, and here's where you could decide to go crazy, but let's not. <laughs> and he tells Ray that he told the caretakers that Ray was his niece. Now, that would be cause to go, oh my gosh, they're related. Is she the daughter of Luke? Is she the daughter of Han? Is she the daughter of some other sibling we don't know or something like that? Well, I don't think we can read into that. I think literally Luke is just saying something to justify 
IRA's presence to the caretakers. He's not going to say it's his daughter because that would probably create a lot more interest in the caretakers maybe. And so saying it's his niece, like, yeah, that puts her at a bit of a remove. And for all we know, the caretakers certainly wouldn't approve of the idea of a Jedi or someone who used to be a Jedi having a kid. And so that probably wouldn't go over very well with the caretakers either. So yeah, his niece, that is how Luke describes Ray to the caretakers, but I don't think we can necessarily read anything into that. But if you disagree with me, I'd love to hear about it. So let me know. Chime in on one of the posts for this episode at facebook.com slash SW7X7. But that is going to do it for the podcast today. So thank you very much for listening as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you're forced to use a blaster to defeat a cyborg, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not uncivilized, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 